0: And we are live with episode one of the Occult 45 podcast. Welcome, everybody. Welcome. This is your host, Evan D, coming at you live and direct from sunny Florida. Hope everybody's doing good out there in these crazy ass times. We will make it through it, though. Um, Thanks for checking the show out. Um, I just want to tell y'all my YouTube name so you can find me there for some of the stuff i detail a little bit better there it's um evan space D E E and the e's have the umlaus the two the two dots above the e's and if you can't figure out how to do that you get it by holding down the e on your keyboard and you'll see a whole different selection of e's pop up You're going to click the one with the two dots. So that's my YouTube name. If you type it in regular, it might pop up too, but that's how it's spelled on there. So yeah, welcome to Occult 45. We're going to go deep on this podcast. Um, This episode, I'm flying solo. It's just me. Um, I just want to get into how we got here. Share a little bit of the backstory of me. And, yeah, some of the topics we'll be going into on this podcast. Um, Yeah, let's get into it, man. So, I started researching, like, conspiracy shit, like, probably, like, a decade ago. And, like, 9-11 was the big one for me. Like, if you can't see that that was an inside job, like, (laughs) fuck. I mean, you better go find a new podcast or something because that's, like, a starting point, like, that's just, like, so obvious, like, the evidence is overwhelming there on that, but, yeah, so I started with that, that pretty much was the eye-opener for me, and then I just started going deeper and deeper, uh, Bohemian Grove, you know, all the psycho-ass elites that go out in the woods in California and, like, bang dudes and shit, so (laughs) that's, uh, I'm not, that's how I started going even deeper researching that and then quickly realized this shit's all tied together man it's all tied together so I I was already into conspiracy shit before this crazy shit happened in my life where I ended up becoming an IV heroin user um and I'm glad that that happened to me, actually. I I don't take it back, because I wouldn't be in the position I am now, and I wouldn't know the shit that I know now if it wasn't for that that series of crazy-ass brushes with death during the addiction. Um, Yeah, man, I'm grateful to still be here. Um, But yeah, man, so I ended up becoming an IV drug user, and I... I had to go to Mexico to do Ibogaine, which is one of the strongest psychedelics in the world. It comes from an African shrub, uh, African tree called the aboga tree, and that's a magical sacred tree, man, because it it literally cured my addiction in one one use of it, and I was completely reset back to normal. Um, So I went down there and did that it was a crazy crazy night man it was an all-night trip open-eyed visuals freaking i had this like mayan looking like deity type being who was like made of stone it looked like like drawing for me all night open-eyed visuals and this lasted from when the sun went down until the sun came up like i was tripping all night and it just like Showed me what was causing my addiction and stuff. I had just gone through like a breakup, and that was like I was holding on to that shit for some reason. Like it was really making me use a a lot. And yeah, man, I'm a Pisces, so I'm sensitive to that shit, you know? Like that shit fucks with me. I'm a sensitive dude. So, uh, and then after the Ibogaine, though, 40 hours later is what really, really changed my life. The five methoxy. DMT which is the venom from the Sonoran desert toad. You they squeeze the glands of the frog onto a glass and dry it and then scrape it off and that's that's what you smoke. And that just closed the circle and teleported me to the center of the universe. Like it seemed like that's where like our souls are like created. Like that's it seemed like heaven to me cuz like the feeling that it gives you is like nothing you'll ever experience it's the best feeling in the world. And I was just, I was only um, in that realm for like seven minutes, it was so quick, but it seemed like forever. And it just teleported me there and it got me to where I need to be. It showed me what I needed to see. And it just, it promised me like, you can have this feeling forever, but you have to do the right thing on earth first. And I went into this deeper with Sam Tripoli on his podcast, Zero. Um, If you go to rockfin.com, you can find him there. Um, I'll try to leave a link for that in the description. Um, But, yeah, I go into it deeper on my YouTube channel as well. But I'm just going through this series of events that got me into the, like, deep, deep occult. Um, So, yeah, I did the Ibogaine. Forty hours later, I smoked the 5-MeO. Uh, came back, I was completely changed back to how I should be, back to my normal self. And that is when everything really got amazing for me. So I ended up, six months later, after Mexico, I ended up trying NN DMT for the first time. And that was life changing, man. Um, I had full entity contact right away. And, you know, some people smoke DMT forever and they never break through. I mean, I've been breaking through since the first time I've used it. I think the entities like they know what I did in Mexico. Like they they know that I've already communicated with otherworldly things. And like I'm, I let go pretty easy. Like I have an easy time, like leaving my body behind and being in the astral realm. I just, it's just easy for me. I know it's it takes a lot of practice for some people and it, some people can never do it. But I just, it's very easy for me to just accept it and just let them show me what I need to see and tell me what I need to be told. So I started, I was at a music festival. This is six months after Mexico. Um, I go, this dude comes rolling through our campsite and says, hey, I got DMT. I'm like, oh shit. So I, I bought a half gram of that and I saved it the whole entire day. And then that night, I was back in my tent by myself and I loaded it up in a vaporizer that I had uh, not really knowing the correct methods yet for smoking it I figured oh this would work so I put it in my it was a PAX vaporizer for weed and I put it in there and I start hitting it and all of a sudden I'm fully enveloped in this like Super Mario world with these crazy looking entities and these weird characters like running up to me, just like right in my face, and I was just like, Oh, okay, I get it now. Now I understand. Like, this is no hallucination, this is much deeper. So, fast forward, um, and I it's just, it becomes the most interesting thing to me in my life, and I'm just like, Wow. So I become obsessed with this. I think about this shit every day, too, still to this day, because it's the most interesting thing in the world to me. And so fast forward and I start experimenting a little bit more and I'm on a regular basis communicating with these otherworldly entities, man. They're Some of them look like us, but a lot of them look way different like I've had experiences that they do look like Terrence McKenna always be talking about the elves and like stuff like that. Like they do, a lot of them do look very elvish. They look like, they look like, um, us, but with like bigger ears and a bigger nose and they're wearing these weird like clothes. Sometimes the experiences are very medical, um, very medical. They look like a medical setting, you know? And very indistinguishable from an alien abduction, basically. Like, I've had tubes shoved into my chest. Like, well, first of all, one experience, I woke up in, like, this tank that was... It looked like the the tank... In in the Matrix, when he wakes up in that tank, it's, like, pink like fluid, and his head is plugged into that big, big big-ass needle. When he wakes up in that tank, I've woken up in that same exact shit, and that actually also going into that trip i i also heard in the matrix when he touches the mirror and that liquid metal like goes down his throat and you hear that like crazy like like this crazy robotic sound okay i heard that when i was going into the dmt realm so and i've heard that multiple times when i go into that realm so and then I, w- I wake up in this tank on one of these experiences i wake up in the tank and i'm like what the fuck like this is a crazy like this pink fluid all around me and i see like these shadows outside of the tank and they're like doing something out there and then all of a sudden this big this big tube like comes through the tank and it goes into my chest And I start like feeling my chest get really, really hot. And the crazy thing is too, my girlfriend who was watching me through the experience, she saw me grab my chest. And that was was the same moment where I felt that get like really hot. And I asked these beings, I was like, why are you guys doing this? And they were like, because we have to. And I saw like this type of like fluid leaving my body. And I just got like a deep sense of knowing that they were extracting feelings and emotions from me like I don't I don't know like if that's but I just got like a deep sense of that's what they were doing. So yeah man, I've I break through every single time and these beings are like so far beyond us. They have technology that's like they've had like billions of years head start on what we have. Like they're beyond the point of like physical. They're ultra terrestrial, interdimensional. And they They always, like, communicate telepathically, and they show you, like, super ancient occultic symbols and, like, hieroglyphic-type symbols and beam them into your third eye. So it's pretty intense. Um, It's not a recreational thing. Uh, You kind of got to... After some of these experiences, you kind of got to wait and integrate what you're seeing into your everyday life. It's not, like, something you can go into every single day. You have to, like it takes a while for me to process like what the hell just happened in that realm you know but yeah man so would I recommend DMT to everybody I used to say yes but now I kind of have a little bit more caution because I don't think everybody's ready to have a like 20 foot tall praying mantis creature like beaming hieroglyphics into their third eye like that's just so intense and it's like, they're, they don't, like, hurt you or they're not, like, mean, but it's intense because you're not really expecting it to be that in-your-face, like, alien-in-your-face type shit, so. But, yeah, man, uh, so that's how I got into DMT. It's very important in my life. Um, not a recreational thing, like I said. Not something you want to do every day but it does help um, you see the real truths of our world and it proves to you that this reality that we're in is nothing, like this is so dull and bland compared to that, that world is so much more real, it's like more real than this reality, that's what it seems like to me, so yeah, um, the DMT entities are really, really out there, It's, it's really, crazy and you know they they know about this shit they're they're hiding this shit from us and it's not right so i'm just trying to make sure everybody knows like this is important shit like i'm i'm talking to aliens like hello (laughs) like this is important um you know you people who uncover this this is a dangerous topic you know people who uncover this shit are found dead they uh, they get silenced, suicided, you know? But too many people are waking up now for that to ha- Like, more and more people are starting to realize, like, okay, there's something here. And, like, John Hopkins is, like, studying this. John Hopkins University in Maryland, like, they're studying this extensively. And, you know, like, they say, oh, we're starting studies. Man, you know that in some underground, like, base, they've, they've been be doing this for, like, Years, You already know. Like, that shit Alex Jones be talking about. Like, they're going into uh, these realms and talking to the DMT elves and making intergalactic deals. Like, that shit's real, man. Like, I know that that shit's real. Because I talk to those myself. Like, you know. But, yeah, they're doing, like, extended stay right now, like, with an intravenous infusion with, a like, an anesthesia machine that's going to continuously drip DMT into the participants. I tried to sign up, but the, the spots were already taken. But, yeah, they're going to intravenously in continuously f- infuse you with uh, liquid dimethyltryptamine and try to keep you there for a little longer. Because, you know, the DMT experience, it's so quick that they want to see if... If we stay there a little longer, maybe we can gain our bearings a little bit and actually communicate with these things. Because when you smoke DMT, your body returns to baseline. Like your body knows what to do with it, and it's it's produced in our in our body. It's it's our pineal gland. Uh, we think that's what is responsible for dreaming. And the Jewish uh, sage mystics referred to the pineal gland as the seat of the soul. Which, it makes sense, man. Once you start getting into these realms, it makes a lot of sense. Like, they knew some shit back then. And the ancient Egyptians, they they knew about this shit. Like, this isn't new. This is an ancient technology that's been around for a long, long, long time. And, yeah, man. I just had to see for myself. And I'm glad I did, because now I know. Like, there's a whole other world out there, and it is inhabited, like, with beings, and they can help us, and they have technology that's so wild, it's beyond anything that you can ever think of. But yes, the DMT aliens are real. They are out there. Um, I talk to them every single time. I go in that room. Um, so yeah, I... I'm going to have more guests on discuss Discussing more of these I'd like to do an episode for each Like a Ibogaine episode A 5-MeO episode And well DMT is going to be a regular A regular Yeah or psychedelics in general Are going to be a regular topic on this podcast um, it's, a, it's an important topic So but yeah we're going to do all conspiracies on here All kinds of shit So I'm excited for it um, Thanks for checking me out I just want to give you a little backstory and the type of shit that I'm into. Um, yeah, man, I will put descriptions or links in the in the description for um, Sam's podcast and Rockfin and my YouTube channel. And yeah, man, we'll uh, in the coming weeks, we'll be having some more episodes for you in the future. We will have merch um, website coming soon all that good stuff. So yeah, man. Uh, thanks for checking the show out and we'll catch you on the next one. All right. Later.